What's up, buddy? Welcome to another show of the What's Up, Buddy podcast. What are we up to now? Uh, in episode number three. That's right. They're really piling up, stockpiling. What? Yes. I mean, we have so many. Oh, three of them to choose from, guys. Three. Right. We're definitely getting there. One episode at a time. Hopefully, uh, we're not going to stop anytime soon because it's rather, you know, it's enjoy some to... Or enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy some. some? I think we just made up a yeah, word. Yeah, enjoy some. I was going to say, yeah, enjoy some. That's what it is. It's uh, enjoying and enjoy some. <laughs> or enjoy. Just in general. It's but either way, it's together. very joy some. Yeah, it's it's fun to do these things. Yeah, no, it is. Even Why? Though, um, because you get new words made up just like that. Enjoy some. Right. We, so we, hashtag enjoy some people. Hashtag enjoy. We're going to start up a fucking revolution, bro. That's right. It's very enjoy some in here. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Here's I got something I'm gonna jump right into real quick because I think it's actually funny and I was I didn't fully read the article or so but I just read the the title and this is something that can go both ways for me. Prison inmate campaigns for sex dolls for all male prisoners. <laughs> I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but I mean they're in there for a punishment, so you either get some. Manhole, or you, you know, or your hand. I mean, I don't. Why I would don't you, think they why encourage would you, man on man sex in, in prison? No, they don't. I'm sure, but I, you know, most men are too masculine. You know, they're not going to do that. They're, you know, I'm not. I don't go that way. I don't swing that way. I'm too man for that. So you know, that's kind of a punishment. They have to hold out, deal with their hands. They're in prison, people. They're in trouble. Yes, yeah. they're there. They a punishment. So wrong. why? And to be you in know, a prison, I'm, you usually have to do something decently wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, right? something above stealing like a Snickers bar or something. Uh, but he just, he says that sex dolls could improve behavior by helping pent up men release testosterone. He says it would not cost the government a penny because the inmates would buy them themselves. So they would work and they would do laundry for 10 cents an hour. Right. To save up so that way they can buy this rubberized doll. I mean, <laughs> if it doesn't cost anything, I mean, I, I, I get that. Yeah, it's totally. But can't they buy cigarettes and other shit like that? With that, yeah, they can buy see-through TVs, cigarettes, you know, the works. Right. But uh, it's just still like sex dolls. Though, why would you? Yeah, why like would that be re- something? It's on like their rewarding. <laughs> it's almost rewarding to, you know, for for a guy or whatnot like you know that's that's the way men are hardwired you know they're hardwired to reproduce that's what they enjoy it's something that every guy does it Ugh, they're gonna fuck you know? that and doll if, till if they, it's broken and if they if they don't admit that they do it well they're lying and they should not deny <laughs> and but still it's like rewarding to somebody like you know hey you know you just went and killed like 17 women and stuff uh, but here how about a sex doll right and do laundry for two weeks and get a sex doll bro Right, we will pay your rent. We will feed you. Right. We will give you exercise time. We'll let you out like a dog, and we will give you 
your very own toy to hump. Right. You know, and I don't have a basketball hoop. I wish I had a basketball hoop right outside my house. <laughs> you know right? what I mean? A big cage with area. I could do BP. With. I could play baseball. Fuck, man. That's right. It's almost sounding like I need to go do a robbery. Um, well, also, what about, what if, say this all did happen? Okay, and 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 they they all got sex dolls. <laughs> Could you imagine like the guards walking around and be like, Bill? It's kind of quiet now, isn't it? Like nobody's really talking. All all you hear is <laughs> all the time. That's it. Everybody's just fucking their dolls. They come out and eat. They're all getting emaciated. They just fuck all the time. <laughs> right. Over there dehydrated and stuff. And he's like, you don't give us enough water. Well, you keep excreting your water. Right. <laughs> That's terrible. That is that is it, awful. It, right? So, I mean, like, man. He goes, he goes, give me the, one of them there, sex dolls. I find those very enjoysome. Right. And now, are these, like, the high-quality sex dolls? Are we talking about the ones that are on, like, the um, real sex shows on HBO? Or are we no. talking about, like, the blow-up doll ones? This is the straight up blow up doll one that you see in the movies that <laughs> with the open mouth just gotcha with the open mouth yep gotcha the inflated open mouth. <laughs> but, I mean, so he's not even he's not even food. asking for a lot really. He's he's that's like sort he's of just an upgrade for from some your plastic. hand, isn't it? I I don't know I don't know. It's a beach ball with a hole in it. Yeah, it it really it legitimately is. It's like the same material. I, do it they is. even it's have holes in it? I I thought they yeah, just the had mouth. a hole in their mouth. It's like. It is. They have a little hole in their mouth. That's it. And I think the hole is actually made out of plastic too. It's just yeah. Like I don't think it's for dick use. I don't plastic. know. I my my usage I've, of I have of no clue. I've actually is kind of. I've only seen limited. them on TV. Believe it or not, I've never yeah. been privileged. Never in seen one person getting either, yeah. the gag gift. Actually, yeah, I've never. I've seen them at the store, like on the shelves, th- but never actually inflated. I think at a frat house, um, they had one like inflated like in the rafters like just like hang like it was a decoration it wasn't mm-hmm. i hope that it wasn't in, like it's just a little creepier if they were like fucking it on the low and then hanging it back up <laughs> for the party that would be <laughs> what really are you doing hanging creepy. it up to dry be like ah oh, something just dripped on me what the fuck was that and they look up and it's fucking just sitting there <laughs> oh it's terrible it's no worse than what i did in that i i think it's the same one it might not I, there might be two different ones but I, I wasn't in a frat or anything in, in college, and um, I did go to their parties, though, because they threw great parties. But there was uh, this one one party that I was I was sitting at, and I was talking to a girl. She was sitting next to me, and we were on a couch, and I was going to throw up. I felt it. It started to build up in me. You know, like, you feel it in your throat. You start getting, like, all, mm-hmm. all your saliva starts to come out, and you're just like, oh, boy, I'm going to fucking throw up. Well, there was a hole in the wall next to me next to where I was sitting and I very casually just fucking upchucked right into that hole um a decent amount because I mean I'd been been drinking the entire night had a lot of booze in me threw it all up filled the thing up girl never even knew um I don't think anything particularly happened with that that girl that night or anything but she didn't know I threw up no one knew I threw up however Mm-hmm. Months later, or not months later, maybe like a week later, a buddy of mine was telling me that his friend at the frat house was really pissed off because they had to clean puke out of the inside of their wall because someone threw up inside of it. And I laughed eternally for that. Um, 
it was very funny. Very funny uh, recollection. Could you imagine? Oh, God, the cleanup for that has got to be brutal. I mean, what do you... You got to get it all over you. You got to. <laughs> it's all it's, it's all over me. Some, I got, some of it got on my lip. I don't even know. Oh, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> right. That's just... Uh, that's memories. Just still, well, like, reward prisoners by giving them something to enjoy themselves with. Well, yeah. No, we, we, we got to limit that type of stuff. I mean, I think even right. allowing them... They're there to... Allowing someone that killed They're someone with their bare something. hands to go work out for hours at a time is kind of asking for it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, we already kind of do things that are ill, ill-advised. ill I don't know if anyone's killing people with their fuck. Um, I, I assume it probably gets <laughs> Actually, pretty brutal in there. But <laughs> somebody, did, somebody did kill somebody with their fuck. What do you mean? Um... I mean that there was this man in Florida that was actually charged by for choking his girlfriend to death with his penis, with his, as in with his dick, like wow. full on. She was going down on him doing her thing. He says that they were doing it during a playful exercise, <laughs> and uh, this guy's got a whopper, straight up. Like telling, he's telling the jury, everybody, he's got a whopper. Does it? His penis is so large. Does he have an ink? Inchage? Does, does the article say? It, it does not. It doesn't say How do we not all. know? I mean, and most... It says, men... I love this little part of the article. It says, men, we understand. They are prone to exaggerate. Some <laughs> being to extreme lengths when it comes to their manhood. I started laughing at that because they're like, yeah. Well, anyways, the, uh, the lawyer suggests that it was essential that they saw this weapon. So... They could fully understand just what the defense team were talking about. So he's going to have to show cock pictures or... So what he's going to do is he's going to mold it. He's going to mold it so that way they can show the juror. So he's getting a clone of Willie or two or three, depending on size. And he says that it wasn't deliberate. So he doesn't feel that he should be able to face trial for murder as he didn't he didn't intend for that to happen would it be assisted murder i mean is he is he kind of claiming his dick is its own entity and it has a mind of its own or is he saying that the girl yeah. choked herself out on her own free will on his dick and yeah. that he can't be held accountable you know what? <laughs> the actions that probably, his dick caused you know what i could picture him saying was my pullout game is weak <laughs> right <laughs> i could like, i'm sorry i just couldn't pull just out she pull choked out. to death but, uh, <laughs> so the police actually found the body, uh, and she was actually face down on the bed, surrounded by blood and semen. Blood like and semen? Yes. That's gross. Uh, blood and semen stained tissues. They were, un- the coroner was unable to determine the cause of death because of the length of time and the stage that the body was decomposing. How long did it was it sitting there? It doesn't say this. This article is so vague. But how, I'm sure I, I mean, can probably find a more detailed, like detailed. Bodies. One. Uh, they said that they found the person in October of 2015, but then he was arrested in November. It doesn't say if he was arrested in November 2015, 2016. When they or found whatever. the body. Yeah. That just shows when they found the body was 2015. That's. Um... But still, like, imagine, imagine him doing the clone away, and them having to. 
like they have to uh, submit it for evidence. So then it actually gets shown. And I don't know if they're going to show it on a TV or if they're actually going to show the physical object. It'd be funnier if they show the physical object. Because imagine you picture the jury set, like the, the trial setting. You have this grumpy old judge just sitting up there, all moans and groans and grumbly, whatever they do. And then all of a sudden, you see the prosecutor walk up with this giant two-handed monster of a dong and just goes up and just like slaps it right down to the table and so on. Just look at it, people. Right. It's just like a big it. fucking, like a big sausage. Like, bump. There you go. Check it right? out. And you can pick it up it's if just, you want. You Watch out. It spits. thing just like hits the table with just nothing but weight. Just yeah. <laughs> right on it. And you could see, you know, you could see like dudes on the jury getting like all jealous and whatnot. Like, what the hell? Guilty. Then you'll see some. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. We don't Get need this on the street. Here. <laughs> Get it out of here. Lock that then dick you'll up see... and keep it away from my women. You'll you'll see some women with like like painful looks on their face, like ow, like holy crap. Then you'll see some other chicks that are, you know, freaks that will get super excited and be like, "Acquit it, acquit him." So that way, I want his number. And <laughs> I'll, I'll get his still, digits, bro. Get his digits. Oh That's God. Right. I, still, I, I like, still get the visual of 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 the lawyers walking around. With this big cast of a dick, hanging on to it with two hands and waving it at people, talking to them about <laughs> how this could possibly be used as a, as a murder weapon. <laughs> and uh, you said the article was written in 2015, and mm, it was posted in May of 2017. Right, right. This is because he's going to trial now, right? You're saying? Yeah. So he's, he's been sitting around now. with this fucking lethal weapon in his pants for fucking two two years, two and a half years. You know, what if he struck again? What if he choked out another chick with his dick, with his massive dog? Right. I mean, it's a possibility. Stranger things have happened. That's awful. <laughs> like, oh, I got a loaded weapon right here. There is some definitely like, we should seriously have like a little segment in here that is the W2F, WTF news segment. Yeah. There are some it. weird things. All right. This person was attacked by a crocodile after trying to take a selfie with it. Yeah. I think I read about Why? that, too. I don't. Right? Why would you be like, hey, hey it's the crocodile sleeping. I'm going to go over there, and I think I could do this. I'm going to sneak up, and I'm going to take a selfie with it. I'm going to be instant famous. Right. Thing just, like, straights up and just starts attacking him. It was uh, over in Thailand. I feel like that type of shit happens. I mean, but, you know... uh, it happens all the time. People are just dumb when it comes to animals. They're like, oh, they're just things to look at. They don't think that they have, like, a soul or, or a, an right. ability to do anything or think for themselves or be like, you fuck you. Get the get, get away from me. Like, did you ask for my permission for this picture? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, here, you, you got to get my good side well, with you in it. You know, and and it's kind of a a, a bridge over in, in the sense, but like, yeah, I mean, I think people tend to forget that animals are 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 are, are living, are, are are there's thoughts going on in their head, whether they're human thoughts or not. They're not the same types of things that we think about. They're generally based on food, sex, and sleep. That's usually what their focus is on, um, and shelter of some sort, and. Uh, you know, 
kind of what we're focused on also, except we throw money in there. They don't have that because they're smart. <laughs> um, they yep. just, they, you know, they provide for themselves and they fucking live. And then they die and then, you know, hopefully they reproduce somewhere. That's 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 how animals think. And if you fuck with them and they, they feel threatened and they don't know what this big, stupid, big, goofy thing walking over to them with a camera is going to do to them. So they say, fuck you. Um, and it's it's a alligator or crocodile. 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 Even so, doesn't fucking matter. They're bigger. Yeah, it's a cool picture, but not worth your life. Never worth your no. life. <laughs> and I guess that's why a, I wouldn't uh, take that picture. It was a 41-year-old French female tourist visiting... I don't even want to try to pronounce it. Some park in Thailand. Yeah, this is someplace. Someplace down there. It was a Siamese crocodile. I don't understand a Siamese crocodile. So it's a bipolar crocodile. Because if anybody's ever been around Siamese cat, know that those things are extremely bipolar. We are Siamese. Yeah, no. If you please. Fucking. I, uh, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I always hated cats growing up. Probably that movie. I assumed that all cats are evil, conniving little bastards. They and are they're going secretly. to kill me in my sleep. You say, I am an independent feline. I don't need no owner. Well, and and I guess that that kind of bridges the gap to another thing I wanted to talk about, just because I thought it was kind of interesting, um, and I kind of wanted to discuss it. And cats seem to fall into this discussion. However, their examples for them isn't very good. But a, a lot of mm. uh, scientists believe that animals actually have the ability to speak through telepathy. Um, their examples for cats <sighs> and dogs... Are very bad. Yeah. Um. You know, if you grab your leash and your dog goes, "Oh, it's time to take a walk," he's not a fucking genius. There's nothing going on in that dog that's special, by any means necessary. Um. Nope. However, there are examples about dolphins and whales and and their their ability to speak over speak to each other hundreds of miles away from each other, not near each other, not seeing each other, no visual stimulation, just just through their minds and being able to give directions and, and, and whatnot. And um, that to me is, is, is something that's very interesting. And it's, it's kind of sad that we've known about this since the 1800s and we don't do anything with it. Um, the largest brains we, we, we all know are, are in the oceans, not just because the things are big, but because they do things like telepathy. <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot of crazy shit going on out there. Um, I was, I was reading, I was reading the article about the whales. The whales seem to be an extreme awesome case of that. Uh, they're able to do all sorts of stuff like navigate and, and tell people not to go to certain, or tell whales, not people, tell whales to not go to certain areas because of, you know, dangers and bullshit like that. Um, then apparently dolphins have something called telepathy, which is uh, a mashup of telepathy and empathy because apparently they're able to show you not only a message, but an emotion with the message, which I think sounds kind of crazy and a little bit nonsensical, but it mm-hmm. is it is what it is. Um, I just kind of wanted to get your, your thoughts on that, and, and the thought that there are a lot of like scientific things that we should be researching in, in the oceans and shit, and we, we, we send stuff to space and other places, and... We have them right here on the planet, and we don't do anything with it. What I want to know is how, what, what kind of experiment do you set up to 
even remotely well that's i think the issue is that on humans it's, it's next to impossible to, to to get that test to be anything but a, but a false positive at best like oh hey when i wave the leash in front of a dog's face and we have the the brain connected to this this thing that monitors brain waves we can see that when we wave the right. leash yeah. this part lights up like what well, that doesn't prove anything like there isn't much i guess they that's, can do. that's the issue like, how like, do they with, even with go men, about testing with that? men with, with with people the, the way that they've actually found the only definitive test for telepathy um it is it was done in 1927 by joseph banks ryan um and duke university and basically all it is is it's flashcards with 25 different figures on them, like a star or a cross or a square or a circle. And he holds it up with the figure facing the scientist and the subject on the other side. And they, at, they, they guess what's on the card. That's fucking all we can come up with. That's still the definitive test of telepathy. And I feel like that's kind of barbaric. Like that's, that's wow. the best we can come up with for, for what we can do. You know, there's, there's thoughts on how they, they use their telepathy. Like whales use their telepathy is, is, you know, they, they, they assume that it has to work like radio waves or something like that, but it, it redefines certain things if, if it did work like that, because they can go through, you know, hundreds of miles with no interference and, and things like that. And time doesn't seem to matter either for this, uh, you know, ability um, if you tap into the brain, a, a brain at best creates like an electrical field only like a few centimeters away from it. Telepathy would, would, your brain would ooze something that would be some type of, we would be able to, to, to account for it somehow, but we have no way of proving it. We also don't use our brains to our fullest capability. Some Correct. scientists believe that when the situation arises evolution will take place and we would be able to maybe tap into something that was already there but unused um and that to me is kind of interesting too because what does that mean <laughs> does that mean yeah. a catastrophe like if a catastrophe happened would would then something happen um you know would we have to would the strong have to evolve to a point of being able to speak without words or something like that i i it's a very interesting phenomenon that, you know, in most, you know, I, until I learned, learned that whales and, you know, sea creatures use this stuff on a day-to-day basis, I thought it was just fairy tale. I thought it was just one of those theories that no one can prove, and it's just interesting. But it's not. It's, it's obviously being used to a certain extent by other things, just not us. Um, and I think that's what I found most interesting about it. It's just mainly that. Yeah, that stuff is kind of weird. It's just like they have nothing else to study, so they're like, yeah, let's study something we can't prove right. so that way we can exactly. get funding for years and years exactly. until I retire. Exactly. It's like people that still study the uh, Stonehenge. I think the, the reason everyone the is point? so curious about Stonehenge is the same with like the pyramids. Um, they don't understand how they got there um, in the way that they did. How did they? Because they're very large. Um, yeah. Not as large as one would think a large rock has to be for someone to ask questions, but they're large. I mean, you know, yeah, they're pretty big. Um, and, they're huge. And the biggest thing with Stonehenge is as far as I, you know, I, I don't have anything in front of me right now, so I'm not looking at anything like that. But the one thing that I know about Stonehenge that was interesting is that the rocks 
that they have there aren't from anywhere fucking around Stonehenge. Um, that was the that was the one thing that made it kind of odd to me um, is that those rocks are found like on the other side of the world, and that I mean, who knows? You know what? Right. Kings and and rulers and shit did weird stuff, and you know we didn't keep track of history that well <laughs> back in the day. So, you know, some kind of strange thing might have happened. You know, you throw slaves at something and crazy shit can, you know, they can accomplish it. Look at the pyramids. The pyramids, you just throw fucking hundreds of years of just awful treatment of people and amazing things will happen. But Stonehenge is, is kind of odd just because it, it seems like there'd have to be like a correlation of like a few different places to take this. Because I don't remember exactly where, the, but it what it's not like it's, I don't even think it's on the continent in which Stonehenge, like, where these minerals and these rocks would be found isn't even from there. That was what I always thought was weird. But then people think it's for fucking uh, aliens and 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 things like that. And I am a firm believer that there has to be other life out there. I am not a firm believer that they come and hang out with hillbillies. That's, that's all. Um and to come here and to waste the time to come here and to make a hey, contact. Yeah, they're going to contact guess, people that I mean, nobody would ever believe. Do you think that they would know that much about our culture to know that those are the, the dumbest among us? Or, or not necessarily, but just the uncredible? I mean, I, I, I guess that's that's I the know. thing I, I, I find hard to believe. Um, it's uh, my, uh, my brother and his uh, fiance were going to a a movie or not a movie uh, it was uh to see neil degrassi at um one of our theaters around here and uh he was he he disproves things in movies and whatnot and he was explaining that um in um a certain movie shit hold on i gotta think of what movie it was called uh it was his first encounters something like that it was the one with uh i can't even think of his name but it doesn't really matter it was uh, First Encounters, uh, or The Fourth Kind, or some... I forgot what that movie's called, but I, I'm familiar with the movie. Um, but either way, they keep giving numbers over and over again in the movie. And come to find out, it's latitude and longitude. And Neil deGrasse was explaining that no one, no one outside of this, this actual world would know what latitude and longitude is. Those are made-up numbers that we made up here on Earth. <laughs> There's no way that anybody else would know our intricacies of our planet so well that they would understand latitude and longitude. I mean, unless they've been here already. You know, unless they've, they've been here and they've already had enough things that, you know, enough yeah. data transmitted back to them. latitude and longitude is they... something that even a layman's... I mean, the internet. All they do I mean, is just go yeah. ahead. If the, the information's out there, so if, you, if, you're in, in, if you're looking for it, yeah, you can find it. Um, but there wasn't even internet when this movie came out. So <laughs> the information wasn't necessarily out there per se. Like they would have to take a map and be like, what are these right. numbers? Uh, I mean, they'd have to have one what of our maps. That? So how do you get one of our maps? And then you got the weird alien. alien. It's like, hi, I'm around. Paul. And, uh, it was, the movie was called first encounters. So it was supposed to be the first time they were there. So yeah, it, it's, it's aliens are, are an odd, um, topic just because, there's got there's got to be life somewhere else. There has to be, um, according to um, 
astronomers and stuff like that, there are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on a beach. And that's mind-boggling. But if that means that, you know, there's a possibility that every single one of those stars has a sun that is similar to ours and that creates a gravitational pull that's similar to ours, there's possibly another planet that's similarly aligned like ours that has the possibility for, you know, life. Speaking of stars... I saw I Guardians of the Galaxy. Yet, I've, I've heard nothing but good Did things. Did you see it yet? No spoilers. So no spoilers. No spoilers here. All right. Either way, the movie is good. Um, would I say it's better than the first one? Personally, mm, I say no, but it's pretty close. The reason why, only Great. reason I say no, I mean, other people might love it better than the first one. I'm not going to give any spoilers since it's too new. I will tell you, it is definitely worth seeing. I watched it in IMAX 3D. Definitely worth it. It was really good. Actually, a little fun fact is Dave Bautista, the guy who plays Drax, he actually hated his role. Like, he did not like the script. Well, when he first got the script for the movie, he went through and he read all of his parts. He was excited to read them. And then when he read it, he wasn't actually... It, it was the quote, I wasn't crazy about my part. Uh, they said that his Drax went a different direction than he thought that they were actually going to go with. Uh, he was a little bit thrown off or so at first and when he first read it and so on, but he, cause he didn't actually understand right. Drax's jokes. And when you watch the movie, I guess if you read just, I, I'm thinking over the movie and I'm thinking of just what Drax said, just his parts. Right. That's what he said. He did. He read his script, his parts. If you read, if you think it's of just of his, yeah, they're, you can't find, right. they're not funny. Yeah. It's out of context. It's not funny. So he says when they actually did the round table, when they did or they sat down at the table read, he actually got to hear other everybody else's parts leading into his. And he says that it was actually so funny and deep. And some of it was a little bit sad, which I mean it was, but it started to make sense to him and he actually really started to enjoy it. Honestly, I thought Drax was actually the movie I, I found him actually one of the funniest in the movie. There were certain characters in the movie that I felt were not really subpar, but I felt that they could have done better with. Um, Groot, awesome, always awesome. Groot's funny. I actually a lot of people are laughing. I will say in our in our well, theater, it does seem like it's a little bit kids. more of a child friendly and uh, it action was, movie. It is. It's definitely it's definitely more child friendly. Yes, and but uh, and the kids that were in there watching it every time like Groot would come on or so. Even even you know my woman and everybody that was I was with. Every time the the little baby tree came on, everybody started laughing. They're loving it and so on. So they they did really good with Groot. But the movie himself, the reason why I didn't I didn't like it as much as the first one. I, I can't say I didn't like it. I loved it. I just did not love it as much as the first one. The first one, I didn't know what to expect. You know, everything was new. Everything was fun. Something like, oh, wow. Now you pretty much know what to expect. You know, you, you know how the characters are going to act. You know how they mesh together. You already know all that. So it's basically just a new addition to it. Um, there's nothing nothing major happens. I mean, it's kind of major, but it's there's mm-hmm. some things in it that it's just definitely worth watching. It's one of those watching. weird, and, bittersweet things that Hollywood has kind of done with, with movies. You know, everyone always likes to see the beginning of something everyone always wants to know how people meet their origins that beginning that's always very interesting to people and 
on that same notion, everyone wants to see that same group of people show up in the next movie. And the expectation's always higher than the outcome. Yep. Yeah, whenever they do a, a cast change, like it's a yeah, different that actor always seems to, portraying uh, the same character. Ineffective also. It just it ruins it for me. I'm trying to think of an example in which it. someone used a different character that they continued the success, but I don't know if there really is. The only thing I think of is recently, like in the past like five years or so, is that TV show that Tim Allen brought yeah. back, or not brought back, he started, uh, The Last Man right. Standing. It's like, the, it's like the new version of Home Improvement. His daughter, actually, in season one, was recasted for mm-hmm. season two, and it's a whole, it's a complete different girl. I liked the first one in season one. I thought, you know, she matched, it worked. You got, you got used to that, that actress playing that role. Then they switched it out in season right, two. They just, same they daughter, just kind of, you know, uh, same name, the works. They just they redid it, and it was, it was good, but it seemed like. From then on, the show went in a whole different direction. It just wasn't really just with it. Was she that strong of a character you know, in the show? I mean, I've seen the show. I just never it. watched the show. That no, she really wasn't. She was just in it. But what it did was it changed really? like the dynamics of anybody that gotcha. interacted with her because of the way she acted. Hmm. So it just felt different to me. It just felt odd. And that it might just be me. It it probably could be, but that's just the way I felt on it. You know, they changed the actress, and it just. It well, slightly changed the dynamic of the show. You know what's really funny is they communicated there are instances where people have changed and and done things and, and, and voice acting is one of those things that people feel like they can get away with a little bit more than like real acting. Because real acting, yeah, there's a whole different person. People have mannerisms. People have different ways that they move their bodies that would change, you know, the the way that other people work around them um but believe it or not meg griffith or griffin griffin i don't know why i put th she wasn't always the voice of meg oh mila kunis um i guess uh originally um was it originally or certain shows uh the girl from um mean girls was on it was was the voice for her it was lacey chamber chabert her oh was it i don't know why anybody would choose to do something and then stop doing it but obviously mila mean mila kuna has went and has made movies with seth MacFarlane since then so i mean it's 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 one of those things where sometimes i guess it works out <laughs> yeah and sometimes it totally doesn't um i don't think um mila kunas is especially talented actress in any way shape or form uh, i think she's just nice to look at other than that she's really not that great um, her best work was that 70s show. <laughs> that was a good show. Actually, she lied when to get that show to when she auditioned. Asked if she was 18. Yeah, she was like 16. Or she said she like was, that. but she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could tell that something she was like younger. Yep. Um, but, I mean, it was a great show. That was, that was one of those shows that as it progressed, it got so different than when it started. And I think that happens with all shows, but... That show got really weird near the end. It some people still really liked it. I I found it fun. It, the 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 writing and and the jokes are still funny and and everything like that. But uh, you kind of liked the characters, and then they started moving the characters around and doing this and doing that. And I think the last episode doesn't even have the son, which is the actual fucking main character of the show, on it. I don't think he's even on it because he had, yeah, he had like some fight. Topher. 
with the writers or some. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I could go look it up, but it's not that interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, definitely not. Not now. We're good. But anyways, that just kind of shows how cast changes. You know, it, it does. It just kind of weirds out the show. That's like uh, when when you're watching a TV mm-hmm. show and they kill off your favorite characters. It's it's kind of awkward watching it afterwards. Uh, Game of Thrones, I got used to it. Every time I started to really like a character, they started to build up the season based right. upon like a character. Like they just they a series of events happens, and you're like, I really like that character. Right, that's exactly. probably the character that's gonna die. The one that in they Game make you like. And so you get used to it. You're like, I like him, but he's dead, so I'm not gonna get attached. But uh, you know, in other shows and all that stuff, um, I actually used to watch. Uh, that doctor show, Grey's Anatomy. That was what it was. I watched that for a little while. I've watched that through season mm-hmm. seven or eight, somewhere around there. At that point, they've already they've already yeah. changed several main cast members, and like Catherine Heigl, she left because she had the tumor, and like they changed drastically. Uh, only only a handful of main characters are like still on there. So, and it just the every time yeah, they do it, that, it's like the whole show itself. Yeah, just changes. I, I feel it's like almost um, as if the writers change. There's there's definitely a few different uh, shows that that have done that. Um, I I never really got into Grey's Anatomy, but I watched House a lot, and they did that around like season three or four. They started to switch up. Yeah, all of his extra help or whatever you'd call that that's like what they did with bones you know uh she she had had the revolving intern the fan favorite she had the fan favorite uh zach abby Mm -hmm. zach you know her her first intern right he was the main cast he was a main cast of the show and people don't actually know that the writers didn't actually choose to write him off oh really he actually quit the show he left uh, yeah, he suffers from like bipolar disorder or so, and he would actually he said that he would find himself sitting on set. Um, I don't know if you do know, but the 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 actor that plays him is actually gay. And yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of a cool fact because as you're watching the show and stuff like that, it's it's kind of cool how like people that are gay play these roles, and they just seem fine. Uh, like anybody that ever watches Neil Patrick <laughs> if Harris, there's something wrong with them. No, it's not that there's something wrong with them. I'm just saying, like you can't, like you know, you talk to a normal gay guy, you see a normal gay guy, or so uh, at any store, anywhere, just in general, in public, you're like, you know, you can tell, hey, hey that guy's gay, uh, just by the way they walk, the way they carry themselves. Just that's just the way they, you know, that's, that's the way the, gay people act. I mean, I do. I do understand that. I think but you can't figure I, out like, like Neil Patrick Harris. I, I mean, look at Neil Patrick Harris compared to his husband. Now, his husband, you can tell he's gay, wasn't it? Uh, David Burke, is that his name? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, either way, I watched like a little show. Uh, I actually believe it or not, I think it was Cribs, MTV Cribs a long time ago. Well, they have two little black babies, right? Yeah. See, you're over here making me feel like shit for calling people gay, and here you are. Yeah, they've got black babies. They have two little babies is what they have. And I mean, Angelina Jolie has black babies, so I'm not. Uh, it has nothing to yeah, do with them being gay. Got, I think it's funny when Hollywood people get black babies. That's I think all. that is. I think that's like that is. <laughs> it's like a stature statement. It's like, oh, it's, how well are you doing? I have two black babies. Oh, very well done. <laughs> right? Okay. Like, oh, you're doing great. <laughs> He's got a pair. He's got a pair of black ones. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm the just Asian saying, ones like, are cheaper. I know that. Yeah. Um, they're cheap. <laughs> talk about buying children I, I, I didn't know the, those fun facts 
I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think about buying children. Well, because they don't like, I don't know how this still works and if it still does, but I know at certain points that, you know, they excommunicated women from China <laughs> because they had too many women. Now we ramble off. We have off. enough women. We rambled off. No I more. completely forgot what I was saying. Shit. Something about gay dudes. Oh, well, yeah, about their, their mannerisms. The, how they... Bones. So they wrote the guy off because he said he was finding himself just sitting there, like, crying on set and stuff like that and just having a hard time uh, from being bipolar. So she, he actually, like, asked them. He said, can you guys please write me out? You know, I can't do this. I'm basically quit. And right. That's why you'll see him in the newer show and stuff because he's, you know, things are a little bit more under control. He's been going to therapy and so on and, and that type of stuff. And oh, he's back on the show? Because I know that they wrote him out and then they made him like a serial killer's helper. Yeah, he did. He helped, but he never actually killed anybody. Right. Um, in season like that, yeah. 11 and 12, he actually comes back a little bit. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah I, did, I did enjoy 12 his is, character. 12 is the last season. And I enjoy his oh, character. I thought it was very quirky. Yeah, 12 this season. Bones is this done last now? Season, Bones is over. I think that's really Finally. a lot of people are mad about it because it's one of those shows that like you could just you enjoyed watching. You know, and I cannot believe that the the FBI agent on the Bone Show. Um, mm-hmm. Why is my Booth? There we go, Booth. Uh, that guy is like fifty. Stanley Booth. Yeah, uh, Steely. I, I don't Steely. know how to pronounce it. Seely. 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 And I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's David like Berenz or so on. But either way, the guy's like fifty years old, and he's, oh, yeah, he's like forty-seven or so. I think now. But either way, you know the guy looks great for as old as he is, and I feel yeah, that. So that... does how's how's how old is uh Deschanel there? Uh, Bones. Um, I honestly don't know. That'll be a quick. Because she's not a spring chicken. I always thought no, she's she older than her sister. I know that. Yeah, she's the older one, and Zoe's like thirty. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm pulling this stuff out of my ass. I'm not looking at information. What's her name? Uh, Emily. <laughs> it's like Emily Deschanel or something like that. Yeah. She is 40 years old. Yeah, and she looks damn good for 40. She does. No, they did, good. They did good with that show. It's just kind of a bummer, though, that they did. They ended up pulling the show this year. Uh, Fox. Honestly, I, I'm amazed that Fox kept the show for as long as it did because Fox is known for canceling shows prematurely. Right. It's just what they, oh my they're God. good at. Yeah, they're and very it good. It drives me nuts. That. I'm they, like, yeah, I really like this show. And I'm like, what's it on? Numbers. Fox. I'm like, well, it's gone in two seasons. And uh, Lie to Me. Lie to Me was the Lie to Me, hurt. man. I cannot believe um, they did not bring that back. Like, that was well, a great show. I remember you. I think I think we talked about it before, but um, one of the reasons that that show got taken off the air was that was during the writer's strike. And lots of shows got taken off the air. Basically, what happened is after the strike happened and, and there was no more writing going on for any shows, they when they finally came back, you know, reconvened, you know, came to whatever decision they came to so that they would come back and start writing again, they only picked up shows that were doing outstandingly well, basically. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't in the top 10 shows on at the time, before the crash, <laughs> uh, you didn't get picked back up. So um, that show got taken off the air because of it. Um, what was another one that was really good that I enjoyed? Um, the Riches. 
The Riches on FX. I don't know if you ever watched Never. that show, but Never it, seen it. it was very good. It was about um it was about a family that were basically like they're gypsies. They, they were gypsies. They self-proclaimed gypsies. They they had families and they, you know, they all went up and met things and stole shit from people and this, that, and the other. And then, the, you know, they moved into some house. It, it, it became a great, great little show. And then it just stopped. And it was like, ah, oh. <laughs> I'll never know how that, how that all pans out. That sucks. Cause it was coming to such a head. And some, some seasons like, like that one actually got cut off halfway through. I think lie to me did too. Um, yeah. I think the last episode of Lie to Me is only like, or the last season is like seven episodes or something like that. Yeah, that's what um, they did the Bones. Thing with, the last season is only like 12 episodes. Yeah, well, sometimes with like bigger show finales, they, they do that with Because did they have any like extra long episodes or anything? Mm-hmm. No, they're just, I I, so. they used to do that. They don't do that shit anymore. Yeah. I don't understand why. I, yeah, I don't understand. Um, Here's kind of something kind of cool. Were you a fan of the Hellboy TV series? TV series? The, I don't you know, think the, I was ever aware series, of. I the know the TV, movies. The movies. The Hellboy series. The movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're doing a reboot. Really? Yes, but... Uh, what's that guy's name? Is it uh, like... It's like Beerman or something like that. Was it Paul or... Yeah, Paul. Yeah. Paul Beerman. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not Hellboy. Perlman. 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 There we go. See, I knew it was close. Something similar. Um, but anyways, he is not... Do he's not Hellboy? He's so, sixty years old or some shit like, like that. He's like sixty-two or something. But yeah, he's uh, an old man. David Harbor, which I don't know if you've seen Stranger Things. Yeah, he's in that. He's he kind of looks like the guy. He looks like a chunkier version of Phil from Modern Family. Uh, okay, that's the way David Harbor. Like every time I see him, I'm like, hey, why is Phil eating too many powdered donuts? Make me go nuts. Yeah, that and. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he is he's supposed to be cast as Hellboy. Really? Yes. Well, Perlman, so. believe it or not, that this is kind of because I don't think I told anybody that's a listener. I'm from Syracuse. He actually came and and has created a whole bunch of businesses uh, up in the area. It's is going to to in some attempt to do something with movies up here in Syracuse. I don't know what, mm-hmm. but that's uh. That's the only reason I know his name um, is because he's in all the headlines here every once in a while because he's building new infrastructure and bullshit but for all of his little movie studios. For Hellboy, I can't – I'm going to have a hard time because David Harbour, I've seen him in other things. I've seen him in The Equalizer and uh, that, that 007 movie. He was in that. He was in a – quite a few other movies that I've seen. Um, I think he, he was in snitch black mass and stuff like that. By the way, it's like mm-hmm. his character, the, his acting is very, uh, flat. It's like the easiest way I can think of it or so deadpan. And yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have a hard time. Like I'm going to see it. Like I'm definitely going to see Hellboy. I've, I've loved, always, always loved the show, mm-hmm. but I feel that he's going to, He's at, he's gonna have to pull one out of the hat, like he's right. He's gonna have to do something. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, actors sometimes are 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 typecast into a role that is deadpan. Sometimes, like you know what I mean. So sometimes that's the outcome that people are looking for. Yeah. Obviously, when he's using when he's doing the superhero, 
it's going to have to be a little bit more something. He's going to have to be a little bit more vibrant with something. Um, but, you know, he might not have been cast in anything that he actually had that ability to do. They might have said that, you know, hey, we kind of want you to play low-key on all these type of uh, characters. Um, I I often, because Heath Ledger is the person that, that kind of changed my mind on that. Um, when I found out that he was going to be the Joker, I was not impressed. I was not very uh, happy that that was going to be what was going to happen. Um, especially since I was comparison, you know, my my mind was going to the Jack Nicholson Joker, mm-hmm. which was, you know, in in my opinion, a phenomenal Joker. And, and how can you do something with someone that I think is so much less? But I, you know, I I did not frequently watch Brokeback Mountain or any of his other movies, so I don't think I really understood if he was a good actor or not. I just knew that he did that movie. I watched him in and Nights, I was not happy. I think was the name of the movie, <laughs> and I really enjoyed What's it. That? I think it was called Nights. With Heath Ledger. Yeah, no, he had other movies that I, I like. I'd seen him in other movies, and yeah, Knights was a good movie. I remember seeing that, and um, yeah, there's a lot of cool um, there's a lot of cool fight fight scenes in that movie. Yes, um, I like whenever movies have like sword fights. They're they're badass to me. Um, yeah, it was what was it called? Um, it wasn't Knights? It was a Knight's Tale. Yeah, it was a Knight's Tale. Oh, Knight's I thought Tale. it was that. No, I yeah, said it was Knight's, Knight's Tale. That was Knight's yeah, Tale. That was a good. And he was in Ten Things I Hate About You, which. It's one of my guilty pleasures. I really enjoyed that movie. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's uh, it's a chick flick, but I does it have it. um, Julia Stiles is in it. Julia Stiles. Basically, right, she I'm... is like the popular girl's gear sister, mm. and he is paid, like they have a bet. Like he's paid to basically. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, take her to prom maybe because the only way movie. the the hotter sister can go to prom is if she gets a date and goes to prom per her dad's wishes or rules. Uh, so he gotcha. is basically paid to take her out, but then he falls in love with her and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just one of those yeah. guilty pleasures. No, I, I mean, everyone has it. There's, there's certain movies that, you know, to this day, I, 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 I love a princess bride and that's funny though. Even when people bring that up, they're like, I don't fucking get why you would like a movie called the princess. Cause it's not even about a princess, bro. It's like, it's barely about the princess. There are some some movies that are definitely like odd for me. Like uh, Twenty Seven Dresses with Katherine Heigl, I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> I've seen it probably eight times. Okay, um, all right, I'll, I'll throw one in there. A, a guilty play, uh, Practical Magic. You ever seen that one? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's got Sandra Bullock and uh, shit. What's her name? The Australian singer's wife. Yeah, Nicole, Nicole what's Kidman. What's her name though? There you go, Nicole Kidman. There you go. But yeah, um, Nicole Kidman and, and Sandra Bullock, they're witches. And uh, they have to find... I, I don't even know what... They're just witches. And they live in a house. And this is very... It's, the one kills their boyfriend, and then they bury it in the back of the house, and he comes back to life. It's a fucking ridiculous movie. But <laughs> but I don't know. I like it. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh... Not a lot of people that will admit their guilty pleasures in movies. I got I mean, if I like sat down and, and thought about it, I'm sure there's a lot more queer movies that I enjoyed. Oh, um, yeah, there's definitely. You know, uh, Practical Magic got a whopping twenty percent on Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I said, it's a terrible movie. It's it's so <laughs> it. it's so bad on so many levels. 
but it's a guilty pleasure because it's so bad. 1998. Um, it was on HBO. I mean, anybody that watched HBO in the 90s knows Practical Magic because it was fucking on every two minutes. Um, <laughs> They're like, we're going to get somebody like it, even if we have to drill it in their head. No, that's what it, I mean. I don't know if you ever had HBO. Like, growing up, uh, HBO was, it was, was just, they're going to play the same movie that over, is brand new to them all over. week long mm-hmm. at 5 p.m. and then again at 9. And it's like, <laughs> okay, man, like, I get it. You have this movie now. I'm over watching it, though. But it, in that sense, there is, like, a group of movies that were on HBO that anybody that watched HBO <laughs> in those years knows those movies because they had to have. There's no other way around it. <laughs> on on another lighter note, did you also know, um, this is according to GQ, so I don't know how credible that is or not, um, but it came directly from his mouth. Apparently, The Rock wants to uh, run for president. <laughs> wants to run for president. Yeah, I read that, and I'm very curious as to how that's actually going to work. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm interested to see if he's actually just if he's just saying it to say it, or if he actually wants to go the extra step and, and do it. I mean, in a lot of senses, I we already voted in someone on a popularity basis of whatever it is. And I don't know. I. I Bring it on. At this point, just fucking bring it on. I don't just care. Just imagine The Rock, though. <laughs> I've given just, up on that part of life. Imagine him on CNN doing the daily press conference. Imagine him walking up, you know, and be like... Oh, my God. You know how yeah, many people I mean, would be like, be can you smell what The Rock the, is cooking? The, He's cooking up a bomb. The most intimidating president we've ever had. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine like, him shaking hands with, like, the Chinese president? You know how much bigger he is than the Chinese <laughs> president? He, he will, He's seriously. He's like seven of them. He will look like the fig, like the literal, I don't even know what, what, how you would say it or so, but basically how people picture, how people would imagine America. Mr. Yeah. America. That's, yeah. that's who I mean, you I would guess picture he, I guess right there. I that vibe. I mean. Like, you don't fuck with me because look at me. I'm, I'm the rock. He beats out. He, I mean, he beats out Arnold because Arnold wasn't born here, so he can't be president. Yeah. So he had to just give up. Well, he went to um, governor. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's that's as high of a yeah placement as he can go. I heard he did uh, good, but I'm not. You know, I never lived in California. I don't live in California. Never yeah, been a big so fan. I don't really so, know. You know, yeah, but, who follows governors from states? Yeah, that I mean, don't live in. I'm not trying to get too political. I just, I the Rock falls into the the category in which I figure we had to cover. Um, in the sense that I mean, it would be interesting. I mean, as of this week, this is this is news. So it'll be interesting to see uh, in years coming closer to the election if anything actually happens from it. Just because, I mean, Dwayne Johnson is a very likable person. Um, I don't care who you are. There's something that Dwayne Johnson has done. He's that, the most electrifying. Okay. He is the highest paid. At, at this point, right now, um, today, he is the most well-paid uh, actor in Hollywood. I can you see that. You have to pay the most to have The Rock in your movie. <laughs> How fucking weird is that? But you know, he's got some. He's got some acting chops. I've seen him do his his thing, and he's he's all right. He's not. You know, he's not bad. I've never seen him in a movie that he's done bad in. Um, except Pain and Gain. No pain. No <laughs> you didn't like him in Pain and Gain. No, that movie was just bad uh, in general. It had so many good actors in it, but it was such a bad movie. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. It was stupid, but it was. It was. It was. It was funny. 
It was stupid, but it was based on a real I, story. Yeah, that's what made it even better. Is I'm like, people are really that dumb? Like, these idiots exist? <laughs> oh, yeah, they exist. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It, was, it wasn't too bad. Um, actually, he was in, like, a, a cameo appearance or so at the beginning of The Other Guys with Mark Wahlberg. And... Yes. Oh, my God. That's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. It's one of my all-time uh, favorites. At the very beginning, though, it, well, who he was he paired up with? Like, Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel Jackson, yeah, and they both just they jump off of a building and kill themselves. Like I'm like, really? How you? They're, oh my god! They're like they're in it, but we kill them within the first three minutes of the movie. Well, and I remember them being in the commercial for the movie, right? Kinda like to get people to come see the movie, and then yeah, within the first ten minutes of the movie, they jump off of it. And I think one of one of my one of my favorite jokes from the movie is they're sitting there and they're talking about it at the at the funeral and they're like yeah i don't really get it they just jump off the top of the building there wasn't even like an awning within like five feet of where they landed yeah they were like aim for the bushes right (laughs) like oh my god that's a that's a great movie that's one of those forgotten movies um i think desk pops with will ferrell releasing as many movies as he did in such a short amount of time and having such hit miss movies um some people might have missed that movie but that was a very good uh, Will Ferrell movie. It's, I it's love the desk very pops, funny. That's Mark Wahlberg and him are. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he's got some the desk pops. Uh, who plays uh, his wife in that movie? Eva Mendes. Yes, <laughs> and the entire time he's Mark like, Wahlberg she's is just. She's, yeah, yeah, he's he's playing ass, her off okay. like yeah, it's just my average wife in my average house and this that and the other. Mark Wahlberg's just like trying to like get rid of him and he's like yeah, so tell me everything about you. <laughs> it's like he's trying to fuck his his wife. It's hilarious. Gator don't take no shit. <laughs> I think we've been we've been running this podcast now for an hour, so yeah, I think it would be a wise decision to go ahead and end it. Uh, we'll try to get in and to get a few more podcasts going a little bit sooner or so but you know a week between podcasts isn't isn't too bad no uh if you guys want uh, anything more just about right anyway listen you guys can you guys can go ahead and you guys write us up on twitter at the wub show that is the w-u-b show on twitter personal accounts for me will be uh, it's uh, at what's up joshua 27 and And mine is at the jacko 11 you can go ahead and if you guys want us to if a week is fine, you guys are okay with waiting a week or so on in between podcasts, you know, let us know if you guys want them sooner. You're like, Hey, you know, we really enjoy this. We want to listen to you guys every three days or so, you know, uh, th- that'll be sufficient enough. Let us know, you know, if there's any topics yeah, like, we... Hey, we want, we want to hear your guys' take on this topic. You know, e- yeah, we both we would love to hear from, from anybody to get, you more interested in what we're doing here yeah so and as you can see we both have like opposite opinions on almost everything we both see things from completely different angles so that's that's what makes it fun but, yeah exactly uh and uh oh i can hear him on. i can hear him going see you know what he's saying he's saying it's time for you to close the show yeah that it is So that's all folks yeah and we're gonna cue the outro music you guys have a good day Peace.